What's up, everyone? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast. You're listening to episode 124. As always, I'm James. I'm Egon. I'm Adrian. <laughs> never fails. She could never be anyone different. Yeah, and, and it's I brilliant. Wouldn't, I wouldn't, Who do you I want me to be? I want like, you to fuck, be Adrian. It's just me. That's, that's true. There you, go. you need to you just be I mean? you. And now you I'm kind of mad that we have to be something else that we're not. That's true. That's fucked. But Adrian... Busting does make me feel good. It, it, it really does. No matter what you're doing, busting no. a pimple, busting a move, you know, busting a groove, busting a nut anyway. <laughs> it is Adrian's birthday, and today we went to Applebee's. Wow. We for the, the celebration. Got the let out. <laughs> we, went, we went big. Really big. <laughs> you don't get much bigger than an Applebee's sub- celebration, so... You know, this whole week kind of irritated the fuck out of me because, like, I couldn't figure out why we were going to Applebee's. <laughs> it was Adrian's birthday. Like, just picture everybody, everybody's soft, sultry voice that you hear right now playing through your radio airwaves mm. as you hear these voices come through your speakers. And as I, hmm, I hum and I let the vibrations come around as you sit on top of your speaker, as you hear these voices. But these voices that you hear... We were told that, you know, it's Adrian's birthday and we're going to go have some dinner. And it's like, okay, cool. Where are we going? Are we going to Crush? No. Are we going to BL Bistro? No. That place is shut down, if you didn't know. It does not exist anymore. Uh, OHMS. No, No. No. We're not going there. Not bougie enough. We are going to the Scott Stapp of Gracelands. Applebee's. The pinnacle (laughs) of... Family dining. (laughs) White people on earth rejoice. We went to Applebee's tonight, and dude, all we got was like, why are we going to Applebee's? Why Applebee's? But you know what? We were pleasantly surprised because we had a good experience. Like, the food was pretty good. And you know what? The the main reason we went, (laughs) right? It was terrible. It was fucking awful. For for an Applebee's, that's what I mean. Like, it's not... Anywhere close to five star at all, but it was for an Applebee's. It was about what we expected, right? At at first, I mean, because I was I was the first one to get there. What'd you find on the the ambiance, the decor? So, <laughs> March on Lynch in the house. What's up? What's so up? just just to reiterate, okay, so this this was like kind of James's idea, and I went with it. Okay, this was a suggestion, and you went right, with it. Yes, and so. <laughs> As, as I was the first one to get there, and as soon as I walked through the door, I noticed the carpet was extremely dirty, and like there was like leaves from a tree. It is like autumn. kind of it just hadn't been yeah, vacuumed in a yeah, long it, time. It, it, they obviously hadn't vacuumed in a long time. But basically, whenever I was greeted by the hostess, they asked me how many people were going to be there. I was like five people, and she was like, "Well." You guys are going to have to sit at the bar. And, like, I don't mind sitting at a bar if it's just, like, me and one other person. Or three. Three but, max. Yeah, but yeah, when it's yeah, yeah. five people, like, we want to all talk to each other uh, and be able to see each other and hear each other. And so I told her, I was like, hey, we'd prefer a table. And there was, like, several empty tables around the bar. But I was told that we couldn't sit there. So then... They told me basically to wait, so I sat down and waited. And then as I looked down, 
dun, dun, dun. while I was sitting, there was a cumbrella on the floor. A sexy red cumbrella. <laughs> Somebody's if eyelash. You get my drift. Someone's eyelash was on the was on the. Floor. Okay, so that, so <laughs> for all the white people listening, uh, a cumbrella is a what? A fake eyelash. Just just chilling on the floor. <laughs> yeah. On that ugly beige tile just sticking out like a sore thumb. Yes. Just chilling there. I mean it was eyelash and leaves. Right. So it just it So, just so your first impressions were that damn, I this was place like, is dirty. I was like I wanted to call James and be like, Hey bro, let's please can we just go somewhere well, else? Well you did call me and you were like, Hey, we may have to go somewhere else because they're sitting me in a corner. Yeah, like uh, everybody knows me and James are, are big college football fans, so of course we wanted to sit somewhere where we could see all the TVs and be able to watch some football. They were trying to sit me in like some dark ass corner where there was no TVs around. Seven circle of hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were and it was like a table booth uh-huh. type thing. And I was like, well, this is kind of like the same as sitting at a bar. I'm like, I don't want to do that. And then I also told her, I'm like, hey, we want to we want to watch the games. We want to sit by some TVs. And she basically told me that their area, which is like half of more than half of the restaurant that's by the bar, was the, the closing lounge, the lounge area. Yeah, it was closed. Right. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's because they're short staffed or what's going on. But she basically told me it was closed. Wouldn't that be some shit if it, like Applebee's <laughs> was on its fucking last leg and we showed up tonight and it was like, guys. We hit our quota. We can. The doors stay open. We're gonna survive. One more day. I can feed. I can feed little Timmy. You know, the day that Applebee's closes is gonna be a sad, sad day because I frequented that place like all the time when I was a teenager. It was like the staple place to go to, and it used to be not you know crazy expensive or anything. So. It was always which, and it's still not. It's just yeah. it's it's ass. You get what you pay for. I mean, <laughs> everything that was ordered tonight that showed up on our plates was one hundred percent frozen. And I just I don't yeah. remember the last time I went yeah. to a place like that. Like, I don't go to Chili's or anything like that. I'm not trying to be uppity or nothing, but I'm just like, man, it's like when you. It's just it's just that thing of like, okay, I waited tables at Chili's on South Coulter for over seven years. When that Chili's was built, like man, like it was the only thing that existed on that side of town so like the and like the cooks that were cooking yes it was chilies but like the food wasn't bad because we were we were doing it all right then and there and then you kind of like see like real restaurants pop in in amarillo which is good like every every like think about like your favorite places to eat in amarillo none of them are probably chain restaurants anybody listening right now you have everybody listening has something that they love in amarillo whether it's lupita's or uh What's the uh, what's the burger place on Grand that looks like a fucking shack? Coyote Bluff. Coyote Bluff. Like everybody has like their one place in town that they want to go eat at. And Golden not, Light. Nine, nine People are very. T- we're very proud of local businesses. Here. Yeah, yeah. N- nine times out of very ten, supportive. Any anything that you're eating at, even if it's fine dining, like OHMS, like nothing is chain restaurant, right? So like we all went to chain restaurants growing up. We all go to chain restaurants now. Like if we're in a bind with our kids, like I'll go to Jorge's or I'll go to fucking. Uh, uh, Teddy Jacks with the kids every now and then, but I don't remember the last time I went to a fucking Chili's or <laughs> an Applebee's. Applebee's. It's been like, about like 10 the, years The closest months. thing that most Amarilloans go to that's a chain restaurant that they go to frequent often is Texas Roadhouse. 
Yeah. You know, uh, Logan's got shut down. Or Bubba's, yeah. Texas Roadhouse, Bubba's 33, and then that, and even that, like Bubba's 33, it's I think it's only a, like a Panhandle, Texas And you know location. what? You know what to expect when you step into those establishments. Like, you know you're going to get you're chain get, restaurant You're getting food. cheap fried American food, right? And it's just comfort food. Like, it's not, it's not the pinnacle of fine dining at all. But, but my it, but God it is in like, heaven, if everything on this fucking, everything that every, there was five of us and everything that everybody ordered, I guarantee you was all frozen. Everything was frozen. Even like the tacos, the wonton tacos that I got. Of like, course, I guarantee yeah. like those were. But like you knew that going into packaged. it. Yeah, no, no, no surprise. No, no, there. You do. Uh, it's just like God damn. It's like, and to be fair, we had like twenty three fucking margaritas. <laughs> That's another <laughs> thing the, we need to get to between the five of us yeah. and, and several drinks. And me and my wife's bill was only sixty dollars. You're and not gonna go. You're not me. going anywhere. <laughs> you're not. And I and I bought Adrian's meal. Yeah. And you bought Adrian's drinks. One now, of the driving factors of why we chose Applebee's was because of the dollar margaritas that the they dollaritas. do during the month of October. We wanted to get white girl wasted and listen to Creed. And you know what? <laughs> we weren't the only ones in there just for the dollaritas. I mean, there were a ton of other people I, that's, sloshed up, that's what surprised, larried up. That's what surprised <laughs> me. Like The Applebee's on, te- on Tascosa Road shut down several years ago. And, yeah, and, and the one, like on, one. The one on Sansi has been open. That was the first one. It's been open ever since but i on my way i drove past my old place of business the chili's on south coulter there was two cars in the front fucking parking lot that applebee's on sansi packed but kudos to applebee's for doing promotions like yeah like they're 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 like yeah we know what our food is we know what we offer but guess what this is going to be bring some people in and it did it does it does and like that's why ruby tequilas did that during march madness back in the day that's brilliant like like they're they're taking advantage of a time of the year where they can have a promotion and this is going to go on all october long to have dollar margaritas and it's went viral and that's one reason why we wanted to go just to be a part of the viral like (laughs) sensation that it is because i hadn't been in applebee's in over 10 years that, oh yeah, like, I remember. Been... I remember. I remember ten years ago. I, the last two times I went to Applebee's, it was like ten years ago. Me and Brianna had like first started dating, and we were like trying to find some place to go eat and like appetize and drink before we went to the bar. And we went to that Sevens Bar and Grill when it first opened, and it was all fucking packed because anytime there's like something new in town, Amarillo did freaks you, out. That's you, like that's how that's how Bucky's is gonna be. Did you know Post Malone made a made an appearance at that Sevens Bar and Grill like that's eight years ago? Sad because that place is fucking terrible. <laughs> well, he was just passing through, and I, I knew a chick that took a picture with him. And I was like, wow. Looking back on it now, and he went hindsight. there out of every place he, he could have went. But it's anyway, just right off fucking uh, I forty, you know, like it was at the time when that place was brand new, and like any place in town, it, they're going to be packed when it's brand new. That's how Bucky's is going to be when they fucking build that. Like I'm not going to go to Buck. I've if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I have never been to a Bucky's, and I don't plan on going to the one that comes to Amarillo for at least three months because it's going to be so packed. Yeah, it's going to be packed, just like everything that's new here but, is. But it was just crazy to me that like Chili's. I feel like Chili's is just a more bigger brand than Applebee's nationally. And, and there was like two people in the yeah. parking lot of Chili's, Chili's on South Coulter. And Chili- there was that the Applebee's was fucking pretty packed Yeah, for, Chili- for an Applebee's. Chili's is like the Texas Roadhouse to, and, and then like Applebee's is like Logan's. Logan's, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're 1A and 1B. <laughs> and, you know, they were a staple forever. Like for the, the past 90s. 30 years, they've been a staple, like a, a go-to 
place where you wanted to just take a few friends or your family and it was always affordable, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, I, you know, being a father now and like a husband and married with kids and all this, I, I see why these places existed and they were so popular in the nineties because like that, that's when chain restaurants, that was like, even in the eighties, seventies, sixties, chain restaurants weren't a thing. Like if you wanted to go to a restaurant, you went to whatever was local, whatever well, was I would fine say dining. Not that they were around, but they weren't as, as prominent or prevalent. As right, they are now. right, 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 right. But I'm, I'm just saying it was the nineties that really kind of captivated that, that, Hey, we are going to provide, and I guess it was kind of like that gentrification is a bad word, but like, I can't think of anything else that like how the U S you remember like in the sixties and seventies and eighties, like seeing all the videos of like how McDonald's and all that like changed and popularized and became like almost like machines pretty much like yeah. there's a McDonald's Especially on every the, corner, the lower you know I mean? socioeconomic. Yeah. Communities. So, so like they, they wanted to make this available for everybody, right? Like that was the nineties for these types of restaurant. Your Applebee Applebee's and Chili's, they all started in the eighties, but they've got fucking popularized and chained in the nineties. And then then it was like it was it was this option for you to go to if you wanted to experience uh, you and your family at a restaurant because it, back at back then it was either like Ma's Kitchen Diner or fucking Chateaubriand, right? You know or or I mean? a buffet. Like, but yeah, like you did, you had no in-between choice and that's what chain restaurants delivered to the, to, to pretty much all of North America. Like they have them in, you know, North America, they have them in Canada, they have them in Mexico. Do you remember uh, Bennigan's? Oh yeah, dude, Bennigan's and, and I, well, that, that I, I talked about That fits under that same umbrella. I talked about it you wrongly. I mean? Earlier we were talking about when we were at the Applebee's tonight, we talked about TGI Fridays and I, t- I was talking about how Guinness was uh it was the first place on tap yeah. i was actually wrong i was brain farting i was thinking about bennigan's bennigan's was the first place in amarillo that like had guinness on draft with nitrogen like they poured it the way they would in ireland like and no other place did that for years like if you wanted a guinness in an amarillo it came off somebody's tap and it was like like a miller light they didn't have nitrogen back by it or anything they didn't know how to do it they didn't know how to pour it and like Guinness is one of those things. It's almost like a wine. You have to let it breathe, and then you have to have it backed by nitrogen to give it that flavor if you want it on draft. And none of those, none of the restaurants or bars had that except, but Bennigan's was the first. And yeah, ben- Bennigan's was the shit. It always reminds me of Office Space. You don't have enough flair. You don't have enough flair on. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Jennifer Aniston. I can't, still hot. I can't. Uh, Thinking about Bennigan's without thinking about when I wrecked, um, I had my first DWI and I wrecked a car on I 40 and I pulled into the Bennigan's parking lot and it just shut down. It, it was right there by uh, Red Lobster, wasn't it, it? it? It was where Red, it was, it's, it was right there where that Asian restaurant was, was yeah, built yeah, yeah. into Bennigan's and then right next door to it was a hotel, but it was torn down and then what was built was Discount Tire. Yeah. So. Shout out, Adrian! Happy birthday! Do you feel old? And you love yes. Applebee's. I'm I'm three years away from forty, so yes. Damn, it's coming! Yeah, I feel it. <laughs> I just turned thirty six, and James is next. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Just like Dion says, we're we're coming. It's coming. God damn! But Dion is I not still, coming. <laughs> I still look like I'm twenty five, though. You do. You do. Saying. Hey, I, we we all I look still, good. I still get carded. Black there black black don't crack, baby. 
No, you look don't. good. You no, look good. Like no, I, I, I was looking at myself uh, the other day because I, I celebrated my 36th birthday last week. And I was looking at videos and pictures of me from like three years ago. And I was like, God damn me. You, when you get fat, it really just goes to your face. It really does. <laughs> just it goes, goes, to, it goes to your face your, or your, your stomach. Chin? Face, stomach, or ass if you're white and somewhat and take care of yourself. Shit. A lot of my fat has always gone to like my thighs and my lower No, mine's, lower mine's face and love handles. Face and love handles. Yeah, That's face too. Is. I mean, face is like an inevitable thing. It like always circulates and I think that has something to do with like, like a vat. Yeah, it's like you know you, you know you see those old men that get the jowls and like yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they 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 just like they were never fat guys, but they just they have all that loose skin. They have the the, the fucking neck that hangs down like that fucking dinosaur that you used to see that nobody really liked, but it was always the dinosaur that people are like, oh, you get the T Rex, you get the you get the Triceratops, you get the Brachiosaurus, and then this guy got that one that had the like the low hanging jowls. That's what old <laughs> the white jowls. men look like. It reminds me of like a fucking pig, <laughs> like a feral hog or something. Jowls. Jowls. Sounds like sounds like something a part of the animal you wouldn't eat, but it tastes okay. <laughs> no, I was I was I was like I paused a video the other day and it was um Gary Busey, right? Buttered sausage. I'm talking about buttered Studying sausage. his face and then I I went back and Googled, you know, Gary Busey in the seventies. And I was like, damn, how did his face become so distorted? <laughs> Years you know? of cocaine, no sleeping, bad diet. Like it's just like just think of all just the like Hollywood the people. It's like like if you if you consume too much salt, you will have like water weight that it is a thing, and you won't be in congestive heart failure yet. But you will have like extra like like you could what's called weeping, mm-hmm. where like people with like CHF congestive heart failure and shit, they just their skin is so tight that it bleeds, but it's it's just wetness. That scares me. <laughs> that scares <laughs> the shit out of me. Just to get to that point. <laughs> My thing is, is like, I just, I always want to be able to walk. Yeah. I, if I ever am the guy at Walmart with a cart in your way, just you, if, if you're listening to this podcast right now, if you're listening to this podcast right now and, and we ever get to the fucking future where, where we're, where everything somehow is still normal in the future and you're behind me in a cart. You are legally obligated to just blow my fucking brains out right there in the <laughs> fucking egg aisle. <laughs> I don't care. Because at that point, you know, fair game. Nothing matters at that point. Nothing's about to matter because I guess we're going to World War Three. God, dog. I hope not. Jared's not here, so we don't have anybody smart to explain us about Hamas or anything. <laughs> but I just... What's I, new? No, I just, I just like... I don't understand what I don't get that uh, that really kind of like grinds my gears. It, well, you would think you would think after fucking it, it, all it is is it's it's money money grubby hungry motherfuckers that that want power be in, hungry yeah people. it's power power hungry people that want to be in charge. But it, yeah. what I'm getting Hamas at is, what I'm getting at is like how the fuck do we not learn? After what happens in the '90s, how do we not learn? And it's just like that's that's the that's the point. History right? repeats itself, that, right? Yeah, that, that's the point. Like it's it's a well-oiled machine because it's all driven by green at the end of the day, which in fact doesn't matter. The death toll so far has been the equivalent to like three nine elevens. Okay, it's just insane. But, but 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 my thing is, is like there's so much dis- disinformation out there that it's like 
yeah, this equivalates to three nine elevens. Okay, well, what about that that fucking earthquake in in uh, Haiti a few years ago? Like shit, like this happens every day. I they, mean, they, 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 not like this. The but, Palestinians and the and, and people of Israel have been back and forth with one another at, forever. They've been at war for a long, long time. And, and you have and, Hamas in charge, and they're like a terrorist organization. I've, so. ne- I've never viewed myself as like really true tinfoil hatty, unless we're talking about aliens, but. Uh, I'm a hundred percent like in the rabbit hole of conspiracy theories that this is all Iran generated and that this is all, he said, she said bullshit to, to, to stir the pot like for layman's terms without getting too deep, do too deep into it is like, you know, we, we give everybody freaked out about Biden giving uh, a hundred, 107 billion dollars uh the other day to the war effort for ukraine and israel and everybody's like we have so many problems going on ohio remember the train derailing that yeah. caused all that poisoning and all that which is true was we that, have, that was predicted too we have we have too many too many issues on going on at home but here's the thing like if you read a fucking book or been on the internet for the last 20 years dude we've been given 40 million dollars a year to i, I to israel since 2004 or some shit. I mean, there's been turmoil on the Gaza Strip for freaking decades. And so... And it's not going to go away anytime soon. I, I the, the the very de- definition of terrorism is like uh, generating fear through word of mouth. And that's all, like... That's all this shit is. Like, the news and everything. It's like, it's, it's well, just... Yeah. Yeah, like, is real shit going down? Yes. But at the same time, like, for the working class American, like, just, just live your life, be a good person, do, do your job, go home, and whatever will be, will be, and we'll deal with it when we get there. But, like, dude, t- t- people are, like, talking about, like, doomsday preppers and all that shit. And it's like, oh, that's always been a thing. Dude, 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 what the fuck? Always do you, been a uh, thing. Remember how remember empty, when- empty the water aisle was on September 12th, 2011? Do or you- 2001? Do you remember how empty the water aisle was like 12 years ago? When, when they said it was going to snow? When the Mayan calendar ended? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just... Yeah. And then, hand and, and, hand. Then, and then three years ago when all the coal... Or, or, <laughs> this is how you know people are fucking stupid. Majority of Texas. Remember when that big blizzard happened and like Austin got snow for the first time in fucking forever? You know, everybody was like, oh my God, the power grid, it's all over. It's like, we got to turn this off. And like, people are like conserving their powers here. And like, we're watching everything on Austin and Dallas shut down. And it's like, oh my God, look at them. They're freezing. They're dying. It's, it's cold. What do we do? And, and people in Amarillo were freaking out. And I'm like, you realize we don't operate on the same power grid. All of our power mm-hmm. and electricity comes from coal. It comes from fossil fuels. Down south, that's all electric. That's, that has nothing to do with us. And and people people just like we're buying fucking water like we're in fucking Walking Dead. Well, and that that why has that always been a thing? I remember working at United. Uh, I worked at United on Jim Lake for over six and a half years. Like when I was fresh out of high school, from like 2006 to like 2011, I remember like anytime it rained bad, snowed bad. The water aisle would just be wiped out. Like people would. It's just fear. It's hysteria. It's fear. It's, it's, it's fear. Yeah. It's so weird. It was. It was weird during COVID. It was weird. But that's. It's. It's like every. Any, everything is. It. Nothing changes. It's just on a grander scale. 
You yeah. know what I mean? It gets the stupidity evolves into new stupidity. Yes, <laughs> that's just the the. It's like what we were scared of of yesterday. Yeah, we figured out a solution for tomorrow, but three weeks from now, we're going to be terrified of something new. That's just how and, shit. And goes. the media, like you said before, the media drives the hysteria, the fear, and it always has. It always will. People are just so tuned into the media and they believe what they see and what they hear without thinking for themselves or critically thinking about how it affects them. That's another thing that drives me crazy. Like uh, my, my first major out of when I was a first major in college was uh, uh, ad, ad, advanced journalism and um, uh, broadcast media. And like, cause I was like, yeah, man, I'd like to be a sideline reporter or I'd like to be like, like a Geraldo Rivera, like out there in, Abadabad, like out there reporting, like that's that was like oh, that, that's kind of cool, but booty. as as the shit progressed, where we're at now, nothing you get is truth. Like if you if you're listening right now and you you honestly like people are like, well, I listen to CNN or I listen to Fox News. Honestly, if you want the most honest opinion, unbiased opinion in all of broadcast media, probably listen to BBC, the British Broadcasting network Mm -hmm. because they they get all of our shit and like if you want national news quick right there and then that's somewhat unbiased bbc don't even don't even listen to anything on our side of the pond because it's all spin well here's the deal man i don't get too connected to the internet the internet world and the news world and the propaganda world because i'm the type of person if it doesn't directly affect me Within the next hour, within the next 24 hours, I don't, don't give a care. shit about yeah. it. I don't care about it. I don't want to know about it. That's yeah. why I'm not connected to what's going on overseas or what's happening even, you know, in the United States, like with presidential races or things like that. I, I don't care, man. If it's not going to affect me, it's not going to threaten my, threaten my um, family life, my family life, my everyday, you know, operation of how I live, then I'm not going to put a lot of thought into it or a lot of fear into it. No, it's got to directly affect me for me to give a shit. And I, I, I don't discredit that. Like I'm, I'm the same way. Like for, for the most part, like that, when I care about things that affect me, that's when I really pay attention. But I'm at the same time, like I'm scrolling Reddit. And so I'm like, what is this person talking about? I'll scroll over to BBC or whatever. And then it's like, Oh, I can get somewhat more of a more interesting perspective than i would of the bullshit that you people see are news. it's just it's just, just so the, easily triggered the, the point is thing. is like even it's affecting everything like journalism is so bad now like we all heard about fake news several years ago and how media gets spun that's been happening for ages you know i remember like hearing growing up and and like my parents talk about like the the uh all the i'm not a crook uh Nixon, no, all the Nixon, Watergate, all the Nixon and Watergate bullshit, and media spinning that shit. They've been doing it for ages, yeah. but like now it's like affecting like sports media and stuff. Like you hear, like, like you don't think there's a, an agenda being fucking broadcast when I sit there and I'm watching college fucking game day, and like there's way more important games on, but all they're trying to hype up is Colorado State versus Colorado, and well, then yeah, I see, there, a, and then me- I see a fucking KFC look commercial with Deion Sanders in it. And it's like, it's, it's all becoming everything. Mainstream is infecting everything. Like there are it, narratives a, that have to be ventured. Yeah. Have it's, to be it's traveled. Ha- it's happening. Avenues have to be traveled in order for people to get paid. Yeah. And it, it's contraction, 
right? It's all to generate clicks, views, traction, all that shit. And, and, and it's affecting like video games and things like that. It's affecting r- review scores for capitalist movie, societies. It, it's yeah. infecting everything. There's, you can't really. So basically to, to sum everything up, my, my point is, is just, just how you said, you know, form your own opinion. Don't, that goes for voting. That goes for movies. That goes for entertainment. Anything you consume to that, you know, form your own opinion. Don't don't be. I think that's like the real bad problem with the state of the world right now is we have a lot of uh, yes men and we have a lot of people that just want to they want to say their side's right just to say that they won. You know what I mean? And and it if you just really just kind of take everything in, live your life, be a good person, take care of your family. Those are the things that matter. Those core yeah. values, everything it, that matters. If that, things don't directly affect you immediately, doesn't matter. And I, I have a question for you two. Like we're we're all sports fans and everything. There, there have been a lot of situational things in the professional ranks of football, for example, where I feel like the sports betting world is starting to trickle in and bleed into the outcomes of games. I feel like there are some some situational things that are going on within professional football where games are being predetermined or they're they're, they're being scripted to a certain degree where the outcome is is coming to the point where it has to fit a narrative i i'll say this i think that you are correct in the in the in that like we what was the famous nba a referee that had that big documentary in that book. I, say I his remember, name was yeah. like Donahue or Donahue. Yeah, or yeah, something Donahue. Like that. So, so like we know, we know that this has been happening for a long time. Yeah. Like the oh, fi- yeah. the yeah. Fi- Pete yeah. Rose, the the yeah the Pete Rose betting on the, games. The, the, the famous saying like Boston the, College. The, like anytime mm-hmm. you're, you're the allegory when you're referring to anything where there's something left to chance, the the saying of the quote unquote the fix is in. Like that, there's always been some kind of tampering, and any, I feel like it's time. even it's 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 more amplified now in the National Football League. You you look at the the Chiefs, for example, they're the baby face of the NFL, right? Everyone wants to see them yeah. do well. It's good for the league. Mm-hmm. And now I feel the, like now the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey thing. There's a lot of so tension it, on. So that. here's my thing. What what I was trying to round it up real real quick in layman's terms, and I'll be quick, and then I'll get your guys' thoughts on it is. I think yes, you're right. There is there is an increase in that. Is there is there is there an outside just like kind of like yeah, if you want to get tinfoil hatty, like how how like Congress and everything is is like there's somebody backs there's somebody pulling the strings. But when it comes to sports, especially professional, even in college, I don't think any of the players or coaching are privy to any of that information. Like, like you having your, your conspiracy tinfoil hat theories that mm-hmm. in NFL games are fixed, yes, 100%. I totally think they are. I think refs are in on it. I think coaching staff is in on it. I think owners and everybody else that's holding, like, the money. Like, you damn sure don't think owners are in on some of this shit? I mean, I guarantee you there's owners that place bets on fucking Pat Mahomes every fucking week or something like that. But when it comes to the player level, 
to the players on I, the field yeah, playing I get what the you're game. Saying, yeah. The players on the field are 100% oblivious. Oblivious to whatever else is being done. Okay, yeah. Do they get fucked? Yes. Obviously, look at the Super Bowl I, this year. I do think a majority the of the players, players get fucked. are oblivious. However, there are some that I'm are aware. I'm sure there are some your hype your hyper your hyper chamber, your Tom Brady's, your Pat Mahomes, your Travis Kelsey's, your Gronks. I guarantee you some of it, you don't think any of them have like, and and like this goes back to boxing. Like, Hey, this guy's going to take a dive tonight. Mm -hmm. Yes. There are your elites players that are privy to hundred percent. I'm on my Alex Jones shit right now. You you don't think, you don't (laughs) think right now, Justin Jefferson doesn't get paid under the table by somebody. Did you somewhere those clips that I sent you? I don't know. It was a reel of the, the chiefs. And there were a few plays in there where, Obviously, a play should have been made, but the play was not made. And the defender who was pursuing Mahomes was just totally that Jets game? Totally, that Jets game? totally gave up, totally yeah. went into another receiver to engage blocked. in a block to deviate from making a play on Mahomes. And then, you know, there were some pass rushing opportunities where some edge rushers should have got to him, but just totally you could tell gave up up just totally gave up i mean what is that about is there something more to that you know or is that just all happenstance i don't know and you know like that that plays defense to everything that i said there was a game two weeks ago the fucking eagles were playing uh who do we play before the jets that we beat uh wasn't the commanders when you yeah when it was it when i went no Maybe it was the Jets game then. Is it, are we turning but, into but, the WWE? But, but that's, I hope that's, not. That's the thing. It's I hope like, it's not turning into entertainment. They, they were, multiple Eagles fans were like, it looked like AJ gave up on the play. Like mm-hmm. you were wide open, you know, and you yeah. just gave up on the play. I, I think, like I said, I think there's a select few of players that probably are privy to some shit. Like, hey, man, you're going to be, you're going to stand to make this much. Here's your game check, right? But if you do this, 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 and these situations, right? Like intangibles, right? Like, yeah. like your Vegas odds, like your odds makers, like to help help that line out. I just, I don't know. Like, you, when you want to compare it to WWE, is that do I think it's that scripted? No, I don't think professional sports are that scripted. No, but I do think there is a puppet pull string master behind the scenes, like putting best case scenario for big money to hit. I in play whether it uses referee manipulation or some uh, some port some type of that or seating or anything like that like like uh, Sauce Garner didn't play against the Eagles but he felt fine but he was put in co- concussion protocol at the last minute for an unknown reason so like I think little things like that are happening behind the scenes but I do think that the players are out there. I for the majority I think players are out there performing in every sport whether it's NFL, MLB, NBA to the highest level that they can. Well, uh, but I think they have out, I I think they have factors from the outside influencing their work for sure. And I think that trickles into the refereeing and the officiating with those games and and the, them determining the game and the outcome as well. I mean, do you think the Super Bowl for example, the Chiefs and the Eagles, do you think that last play fit into the category of the fixes in with the hold. I didn't until I, there were, what was that game recently with the chiefs that uh, was it the jets game while, while I was in Philadelphia, I heard there was a lot of like really egregious calls. I don't know. The NFL is really 
fickle with that because the, it, there are some. It just. It, I just wish they were more. I don't care if they're going to be sticklers about calls and pass interference, but let's have more consistency. Like the same play can happen against the Eagles and Cowboys, and then like when the Packers and Vikings play later, it's two different outcomes, right? Like it's just like I just wish there was more consistency with officiating. I do think that NFL is probably probably the most culpable be culpable because it is the it is the most watched sport most gambled on sport in North America. Agree, so, yeah. Definitely. I mean, now sports betting has become such a huge catalyst throughout the entire stratosphere. I mean, everybody's in sports betting now. I mean, it's not legal in Texas, but you can get on some sports apps like Prize Picks. Could you, could you imagine like you can make money? Could you imagine like Daryl Strawberry and like all these players back in the seventies and eighties, like, uh, you know, showing up in these sports betting commercials? It wouldn't have happened. <laughs> and like nowadays, like you got Josh Allen like doing DraftKings. It's insane. And, like it, it, it brings the casual fan into the sport. And it it makes the sport. But bigger. I mean, honestly, if you think about it, DraftKings and like you know FanDuel are really just like fantasy football, just but with online money online yeah. and on money. But I mean, that's why I'd, I never I, understood that they're illegal in Texas. I don't get it because it's just it's just fantasy football with money. It's it's the whole it's gam- the gambling the gambling thing. the ga- gambling is illegal in Texas, you know type stuff so type shit yeah type shit (laughs) even though we all gamble i mean like i've never been in a fantasy football league that was for free yeah everybody gambles in some capacity like that's that's like the big thing i've never i've never been in a pick'em that was for free or a last man standing league that was for free i mean i I had to sign up for prize picks and they scan my id and everything and i'm able to make my picks and win money so i guess it just depends on the site Honestly, but but even that, like it, mainstream things that you don't think about that are gambling, it's a hundred percent gambling. Like mm-hmm. like look like look at Madden and Call of Duty, right? Mm-hmm. Like people that play Madden Ultimate Team or FIFA Ultimate Team, like they they pay money for these packs of cards mm-hmm. to get like the better player to add to their roster so they can perform good in online matches. That's gambling. That's a hundred percent gambling. Yeah. Uh, like Call of Duty, like they have it to where. They you can bet on you can bet on Call of Duty Counter Strike you can bet on these pro players playing each other uh, you know like uh, loot boxes that are in games like World of Warcraft and Overwatch like people pay ten ninety nine a month and they're trying to pay money to get a skin that they want oh that skin looks really cool but oh I'm gonna pay nine nine ninety nine for this box I may get that I have a one in one thousand chance of getting that skin. What is that? That's fucking gambling. Yeah. So don't tell me that I can't use my fucking sports app in the state of Texas when my fucking kid is fucking sitting here playing fucking Rainbow Six Siege gambling on loot boxes. It's 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 all the same shit. Yeah, and it's it's rampant. It's it's widespread throughout the United States. In Texas, you can't go to a casino. There're none around. You got to go out of state. Hopefully one day that it just all becomes legal among other things that we wish were legal too. But you know, we won't go down that rabbit hole, but yeah, the Bible, the Bible belt, all, belt always keeps things on the wrap. Definitely. And, and until it makes profit. Yep. 
until it benefits them, then they're going to be all which, for it. Which, which that's, this would, that's, that's but, what blows my mind. If, if, if marijuana and gambling and fuck it, even prostitution, like, I, <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's, let's be real for a minute. Let's, let's have that real honest conversation. We're all married men. Like, like we're all people like with jobs and careers where like we, we, we are all established individuals, but here's the thing. Why is prostitution so fucking taboo? Think about it. Why? If now I'm not talking about like sex trafficking and shit like that and people like pimped out like in broken homes, but just to the person that was a stripper last week in Vegas that wants to go work at the fucking cat house the next week, if everything goes through like why why are those things so fucking it, taboo? It's shunned upon in a state like Texas because we're so freaking red. Well, it's not even that. Like, I'm just saying, like, and we, 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 we can stay, take a step back and just look at the gambling aspect of everything. But but I just don't understand how we can say as a nation that we are one nation undivisible. However, it's like, oh, marijuana is legal in that state. Well, that's fine. Oh, you can buy beer in that state until 2 a.m. on a Saturday night. Well, it's, Texas, it's no, politics. you can't buy beer it's until... Politics. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, rich and, white it's, people. It's, it's, it you doesn't have, make any sense. You have conservative you have the conservative side and you have the liberal progressive side and you know states where marijuana is legal and things like that they're going to be mostly liberal passive or or progressive states you know texas we've we're one of the most conservative states in the u.s and I don't That's see I don't been. see marijuana yeah. ever being legal here. I just I medicinal I, or recreational. I don't understand why it, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You could still be a conservative state, but let the people decide what they do and not want to do. That's, but that's not, the that's, thing, that's though, not is, a is liberal most, ideal. Is, is that, most, that's actually like what republicanism was I founded upon and right-wing conservatism was founded upon was the fact that the how how free of choice they could have from the establishment. Mhm. But it's just it like to me it's like you know the people who are voting for for who our leaders are going to be are so conservative and religious especially here in Texas. That that's just who we're always going to be voting for, and those people that we're voting for are going to be against. So marijuana so, being legal. And so let me like ask that. you this. Let me ask you this. It sounds like you said, "This is what I took that as." It sounds like you said, "What? Let the old people die first. You know what I mean? I mean, so like when when all these old people die, we're going to change kind of thing well like like once the old people die the nobody will care if there's prostitution gambling and marijuana that that's the way i'm i see it you know what i mean because like i said republicanism and conservatism for like from the basis was created to be more the foundations of libertarianism are core values of being a Republican and a conservative. Like that's how that was founded. And so what I'm saying is is like once you get the old Baptist die off, nobody's gonna care if anything's legal at that point. Yes, you're still gonna have people that get but you see what I'm saying? Like once that that taboo wears off. Like you don't smoke weed. You don't fuck 
prostitutes, Adrian. Right. Like, but do I, you have a problem with that being legal? No, I. I so that's I, what I don't I'm saying. Ca- I don't care if people smoke weed. It's not my thing, but I'm not against it. Exactly. Um, so what I, so, what I what I'm saying, yeah. what I'm getting at is, is like you get those people have like that's that's how I take that right. Like mm-hmm. I'm with you. Well, I feel the same way. Like mm-hmm. I have different thoughts than you do. Right. But at the same time. The grand agenda is neither one of us give a shit what you do inside your own home, right? And what person B does inside their own and, home. And that's and that's the problem with all of America is people um, want their beliefs to be everybody else's beliefs and their values to be exactly. Everybody that's else's that. Values. That's that's the problem. That's yeah. the discourse, right? Because because so many people are like. Like it's it's come down to so much like modern politics, like voting and anything, mm-hmm. anything whether it's even at like a local or state level, mm-hmm. it's come down to such a popularity contest that like I don't want your values to win, so I'm gonna vote for this fucking egghead just so you don't get in. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's that's how and modern I, voting goes. I, I think that's how Biden won the fucking last 100%. election. Election, you know, it's a popularity contest. Is all it is. 